welcome to our YouTube channel. I'm channeling my Gina now. <laughs> my name is Irina and I'm the founder of InnovantU Solutions and we help course creators scale their businesses with Facebook and Instagram ads. I have a very special guest today, very close to my heart. Her name is Gina Scalpone, the founder of Glam Harris. And today we're gonna talk about how to convert prospects into buyers and how to overcome the fear of selling your online programs. Hello, G Gina, and tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Thank you for having me on, Irene. I appreciate it. I've loved working with you the last couple launches, and I'm looking forward to working with you at the next launch. Um, <laughs> I've been a, a hairstylist for 26 years. I've had my own company for 12 years. And um, I originally had a whole slew of people on my team doing hair and makeup for special events and selling wigs and accessories and doing like, you know, services that you would know of as a hairstylist, um, extensions and cuts and keratins, things like that. And I transitioned my business a few years ago into packaging all of my knowledge and teaching other hairstylists how to market their business, how to build their team, how to simplify and get out of their own way by tackling their um, past limiting beliefs in my nine-week group implementation program, which is called Glam Hairs Academy. So one of the things I've seen that you do differently, and I've never seen it before, so we work with course creators all the time, but one strategy that's different with you from anybody else is especially what you do with your Facebook group. And in particular, how you engage with the prospects to obviously ultimately convert them into clients. Can you walk me through your process and the results you've seen so far? I feel like showing up online um, consistently. Uh, I'm on 13 different platforms, six to seven days a week. So I feel like I have to be online because I'm attracting potential students from all over the states and all over the world. So when I try to look at them as if they were coming uh, into my home, like in my private Facebook group, that is my home that I am inviting them to. So I pretty much treat them as if they walked in my front door. How long you've been doing hair for? What's your favorite service? What state do you live in? Things like that. And then when I create posts, I strategically create posts that um, like when I'm giving away like an, a freebie or an opt-in, something that would get me in their private messages so I can further, um, you know, get to know them and um, nurture them basically as a friend. So how do you reach out to them? Do you friend request them? Do, do you DM? How do you start that relationship with them? Um, oftentimes they request to come inside the group. So that's been the the, the new the newer way that it's been working. Um, a couple of years ago when I first started, I did join a really large Facebook group that had like 30,000 people in there. So I would just post in there daily and try to get information and then just send them private messages and ask if they wanted to come into my new group. But since I've been uh, had Facebook ads, I have people that want to come to the group. So basically, I really don't look for them anymore. They want to come in my group. And when they do, I always welcome them. I tag them and then usually ask a question, start a conversation, and then um, just tr try to provide as much value as I can every single day in that group. So I guess the difference that I'm seeing between what you do and other course creators do, and I'm not saying, I think many are not familiar with this, I actually see you reaching out and like responding to their comments, right? But when you respond, that's when you usually also DM them, right? And that's when you kind of start building that relationship from there. 
Correct. Yes. It's either that way or when I create like I create a post, I'm like, hey, who wants a freebie on five secrets to attract high paying clients, which is one of my opt-ins. Um, well, what, what I do is I'll what I do is I'll um, just send them if they want it. I say comment below and then I'll say, OK, I'll send you a private message with the link. So then I share that in their private message and then I just keep the conversation going that way. So from there, going into sales, another pain point that I see with, with many course creators, and I think it's a natural one, and you've probably gone through it yourself. When I talk to them about sales, they're really struggling with even the idea of selling their program, even though they have so much to offer, and that's what I usually tell them. You have so much to offer and so much to give, but obviously at some point you have to talk about your program and sell it. And that's where I see you selling, being like so good at it. So um, I'd be very interesting to know how how you basically, how you overcome the fear of selling, how you become good at it. Um, how do you go about it and how do you overcome this, this these obstacles? That's a great question. Um, I feel for like a long time, even when I was a stylist at a big corporate high-end salon, I always felt very comfortable selling the hair products because I felt like, the ones that I loved and believed in that I used on their hair, I felt like, well, if you want this same look, you need to go home with this product. So I never really had an issue, I'll say, with selling things I believe in. And um, when it comes to course creation, it is a little bit different because it's, I, I'm not really sure why, but it, it does, I do get nervous at the selling part of my actual launch uh, strategy. But I always try to remind myself that you have something to give that these people, it will benefit them so much. So I say to myself, you know, put your big girl pants on and, and offer the, you know, play, you know, ask, you know, do the sale or offer the actual program. So, and in, with my own students, I try to practice what I preach. A lot of them want to learn how to sell more products to their clients. So I say to them, it's okay if it's uncomfortable, you can feel uncomfortable, but if you're not actually selling to them or asking, they want to buy a product the product that you're selling, then you're actually stealing from those who need it. So I try to really think about it like that. Like it's our job, not only to, you know, talk about the product and sell the product and, you know, be like, for me, it's the, my program, I do group coaching. So I have to do a good job in group coaching and help them feel supported and seen and heard and things like that. But also my job is to sell the course and it's, it's our job. It's something that I have to offer that I know other people really want and will find value in. So I just feel like that's part of the job. That's the whole package. And when I coach my students, um, they're mostly stylists. And I said, your job isn't only to do a good job on their hair. Your job is to follow up with them. Your job is to, you know, tag them on something on social. If they allow it, your job is to sell them products. Your job is to make a note before they come in next time about the next product they're going to sell. So that's, I just look at it as part of my job. And I just try to tell myself, get over it. <laughs> So you, I see as someone who could, as, as the saying goes, you could sell ice to Eskimos, right? <laughs> so can you share some of those, some of your secrets? Like when you get one-on-one -on -one with someone, how do you convert them from, oh, you know, kind of the usual, I don't have money and it's not a good time for me right now. How do you actually, cause I've seen you work your magic and I've heard a lot of stories. So how do you move them from, cause we, we know it's not about, oh, I don't have money. There's always something else. So how do you find what that something else is and how do you move them from, from prospects to customers into your program? 
I ask a lot of questions and I try to really hone in on their pain point. If their pain point is I can't seem to balance my life and my work, then I talk about that and I share how the program will help them with that. And then if it's something like, you know, I, I don't know how to show up on social media, then I try to like just really hone in. I try to ask the questions and process it and look at what would help them understand why the program is so important for them. Um, and it's, a, it's a, a good reason for them to join. So there's, there's probably five or six general ones that keep coming up over and over, but I try to really ask the questions to get very clear on what their main issue is, just like with running their business. And, and, and then also then just share with them that that actually is in the program. We will get over that mindset, you know, issue, or we'll get over that time management issue. Or we'll get over that, you know, I need to show up on social media to mark my business, but I have no idea how. I'm going to show you exactly how. So again, I guess I just try to very much find out specifically what their pain point is. And it boils down to one of a few. I keep hearing the same things over and over from the stylist that joined the program. And then I just try to really just speak to that specifically. What if they say, oh, money is, a, money is tight right now. Do you, do you give up on them? Or do no, you... <laughs> no. So what I do is I that I say, okay, because most people, that, that's part of the issue. And the other part of the issue is all the other things. So I say, okay, I give you this uh, a strategy with them. I say, pull out your book of business. And I'm like, okay, we're going to apply the 90-90 rule right here, right now. And this is something I made up. 90% of your clients should be buying 90% of your products and services. So we're going to pull out your book of business for the next two weeks. Who is on your books? We're going to write their name down on the left side. Next to their name, you're going to write the services that are actually already booked for in your chair. And then you're going to brainstorm this in advance. Like what other service or product do you offer that they aren't currently getting? So let's say it's shampoo and conditioner. This, this client isn't you know, buying shampoo and conditioner. You're going to make yourself a note. And then on the day of, you're going to have the shampoo and conditioner sitting there so you don't forget to actually upsell it. And or you're going to reach out to them in advance and say, hey, Jessica, I'm looking forward to seeing you if you're a color and cut. I have this new shampoo and conditioner line that I think would benefit you. Uh, should I put a bottle aside for you? Remind me to say something. Remind me to talk to you about it when you're in my chair. So you can ask in advance. And then also for just, I like to say, bonus points, talk about that shampoo and conditioner online and pretend you're talking to that potential client that you want to buy that shampoo and conditioner and even tag them in it. And, she put, and put something at the bottom like, hey, Stephanie, I think you'd love this shampoo and conditioner. Let's, you know, talk about this next time you're in. So I teach them right then and there, how could you upsell to the people that are in your chair in the next two weeks, like specific strategies. And then that has actually turned people from saying, I, getting on the sales call with them saying, I can't afford the program into buying. They're like, oh, I see literally I could make a couple hundred dollars more this month if I applied this strategy. So I try to show exactly what their clients and a strategy that they could actually implement that's simple. And they always say, oh, that's so easy. And I never thought of it. And I'm going to do it. And then they'll say, okay, I'll join the program. So pain point, And then you show them how your program solves that pain point, right? Exactly. Yes. What if they say, because another common one is I don't have time. It's not a good, like the program, I don't know, you guys meet once per week. Timing is not right for me. <laughs> uh, that Well, so what I say to them is then we're going to have this conversation next year when I open the program again. It's going to be the same conversation. You mean the same place. Time is a commodity. I can't stress that enough. Like most of the, the people that come in my program are, they have families and they have a lot going on. And I said, if you don't join now and you wait another year, you're just going to be wasting more time. So you can try to figure it out on your own, but I have the proven strategies inside the program. Anything that trips you up, we have group coaching every single week. 
So I don't let anyone slip through the cracks. I keep track of everybody and I make sure I'm like holding them accountable or helping them hold themselves accountable. And they know that I care and they see the other people in the program doing the things that they want to do. So they're inspired by them. So they can't slip through the cracks and they can't like not get things done when they say they want to do it. And then I say, if you have a goal and you set your, your goal and it ends up not working out in that week or two or whatnot, then we go to plan B. And if that doesn't work, we go to plan C. I said, nobody slips through the cracks under my watch in my program because it's too important to me to make sure that you are, you know, getting the end result that you'd like. And usually in the first few weeks of the program, which I tell them this too, people start making more money. Not because they all of a sudden became a magical stylist and I taught them something dramatic. They have the, the guts and they have the step-by-step -step and me kind of holding their hand or slightly pushing them and saying, hey, you can do it. Start, you know, raise your prices. And then they see the other people in the group starting to do it. So they get all inspired and pumped up. I think from what you're like, you're also so passionate about what you do and you put so much passion when you talk, talk to them. I think it's, it's really makes it really hard to say no. <laughs> Thank you. What advice would you give to digital course creators who are just starting out? Because obviously you've been there, you've been through all of that. What advice, what, what tips do you have for them? Don't give up, just keep trying. If your goal, the goal that I have, my 10 year plan, I created it three years ago. So I have seven more years to create this real, to get to this really big goal. And I write my goals down daily. So it's very clear to me where I want to be mm. in 10 years from now. What's going to get me there is all the hard work now and uncomfortable conversations mm. and time away from my family and all the different things. I will try till the day I die to get my end result. I'm not giving up. So um, I can, I look at, you know, I've had some launches where I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought more people would join, but that was like the first or second or third launch. Things are so different now, but you know, you still get a little nervous or tripped up or whatnot, but it, it's okay. And, you know, uh, I have a very supportive fiance and he always says, babe, if, if no one bought, would you still launch? Would you still do it? And I, my answer is always yes. So it's not going to be any different. I'm going to keep doing it until I get to the end result I want. But even if I only have like a couple sales, which would be, you know, kind of wild at this point, I can't imagine that, but it's still two or three people that I'm helping out for the next nine, nine weeks. And then I can prep and organize and do different things for the next launch. So I'm willing to just keep showing up, keep trying something slightly different. And then also I, I say this in my program too, I have to have the team, the people on the team to help me. You being one of them, Irina, like, I don't know how to run ads, but you gave me a lot of good like, strategies and ideas. And you did a little bit of coaching with me along the way when I was like slipping into the deep end, you know, and, you know, I have Trish on my team and other people on my team that help me, you know, do the things that will get me to the end result. So I feel like that's really important too. You just can't do it on your own. And you're not good at everything. Say, so it sounds like building a team in the long run also, right? Because like you said, you can't, you can't do everything, coach and teach and sell and, and, and do social media yeah. and email and all of that. You need to build a team also for the long exactly. run. Exactly. Yes. How about the ones who have been at it for a while? Uh, they've invested a lot of time. Maybe they've invested some money or no money because they've been doing it on their own. Uh, what would you advise them? Try something different. Try a new way. And then also look at it like this is testing. This might take you. I mean, I honestly didn't think it would take me this many launches to get to the result. I was at. I thought it was going to happen like launch two. I mean, I think that's what everybody seven. thinks. That, I think that's the <laughs> other thing. We come in with these expectations that it's going to happen quickly. And we want it to happen quickly because, you know, we were spending money. We want to recoup our, you know, what we've spent. But it's it takes a while, right? 
yeah, I would say um, just keep at it and just try a different way. I mean, try to really be in your ideal client's head. How, what would they want to hear? What did they need? I mean, I launched, a, I did a full five-day uh, challenge and got on the call calls, if you want to call them sales calls, I offered complimentary coaching calls to them, which I did give them. I probably got on 40 one-hour calls after I was done teaching for an entire week before the doors actually closed. So some people didn't join because they didn't have that many people join. Um, I had 25 this last time, but um, some people, I got them to go to the other side. But also, you know, I don't even really mind. It was a very intense, like exhausting experience, but I, I don't regret any part of it because well, one, it got me really close to my goal. And two, I learned so much from all those calls. I, I have pages that. of notes. <laughs> I think the so. amount of information, and I think I think more, more business owners, more course creators should do that, spend more time, right, doing calls and learning about your audience. What, what keeps them up at night? What do they want to solve so that you can cater and you can update your program, programs and offerings, right, to cater to their specific needs? And I, because I got on so many calls, I kept hearing the same, like there was like five things I kept Patterns. repeating. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, good. So this is going to fine tune my message for the next launch, which some of this stuff I wasn't including in my, 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 my sales page or like when I was actually teaching the, the five day um, challenge, which is the launch. So I it got a ton of information that way. So I, you know, I don't I just keep at it and try to talk to as many of your ideal clients as you can, whether or not they buy. And I also look at it like this. If they don't buy now, they're going to buy in the next couple of times. They're still going to have that same problem. And I'm still going to be emailing them weekly, showing up daily, you know, daily in the Facebook group, sending them private messages, you know, following each other on Instagram. So I'm still going to be doing that and nurturing them and getting to know them. And they're just going to get to know me more. My program is an expensive program. So I don't necessarily expect for anybody to just be like, learn about me and join a week later. Some people do, but I think you just have to keep at it. Just, just know that they're, it's not like they're gone. They're just going to, they're just, it's just not right now. It's, it's just, they're going to join at some point. So that's how I look at it. Maybe I they will, maybe they won't. I really like that idea of going in with them with, with a mindset that not everybody's ready to buy, right? There's no, no such thing as they, they're hundred percent ready to buy, but those people, like you said, if you nurture them in time, they're going to become, you know, your students, right? I think if I remember correctly, I think even now in your program, I think you have like a couple of people or three people from before, right? Who didn't. Yes. Buy several before. people. Mm -hmm. A handful of people. Yep. Uh, I didn't count. That's good. I, I'll say at least five or six people that so were around for that, yep. yeah for a long time for even a year ago. Like someone just messaged me right. And the door is actually already closed, and she's like, "Gina, did I did I miss the class?" I should like, it shows you posted it is closed. She I, she didn't even come to the master class here. She didn't come to my challenge. She wasn't in part of the launch. And I'm like, you know what? Yep. And I looked on the private messages, and we were back and forth for like a year. She was on my weekly emails for a year. She was in the Facebook group where I nurture everybody. So I was like, yeah. Here's the link. She's like, okay, I hear your baby crying. Just go. I got it. I got the link. I'll be in class. I'm like, amazing. So I thought that was really fun. And this time's the first time. This makes me feel the best. Two people asked me about a month before I even opened the doors, started launch, said, hey, when's your program opening? I want to join. How do we get on the list? So I was like, a scramble. oh my gosh, we got to get this link out. So I thought that was really cool. And I've never had that before. And I believe in that for sure is me showing up online, me nurturing, me creating private messages, every single comment, I always comment back. I go on their page. I show some love over there. So I just, uh, you know, th there was there was no other reason. They just trusted me and they felt that the time was right. So, and I am fine tuning my message. The more I get 
more experience as a course creator. And again, those 40 plus calls, one hour calls that I was on now, I'm like, I know exactly what to say. It was like here and now it's, it was here. And then now I'm like, okay, right here is what I need to hit. This is the pain point. And so it's interesting because the, the, these two people that you were talking about, um, it just goes to say, it goes to prove that sometimes, you know, people just need more time. Maybe they've watched you before, or maybe they've seen you before, but maybe they didn't think, you know, maybe they didn't have enough trust also, right? But as they watched you, as you nurtured them over the, over the year or a couple of years, they, they became ready. So that's why it takes time. That's why it yes. takes time, it's, patience, work, money, and all of it. Especially if it's a, a larger ticket program. I mean, it's to, so I feel like if, if it was like $30, it'd be a different story. But if it's like a thousand exactly. or two thousand, that's you need a couple, a year to nurture them sometimes. Um, or just a really perfect, like, you know, ad or post and, and challenge or launch to get them to, to come in. So it's not like I don't, people sometimes, you know, come in from like a Facebook ad and it's quick, it's a two week turnaround and they're in the program, but it's more, you know, there's definitely some nurturing going on with a lot of people, which. Yeah. I was the same way the first time I joined the first program. I was nurtured for like seven years. I'm like, okay, I'm going to join this program finally. I mean, imagine if whoever, right, whoever the, the program owner was, imagine if she had given up, I don't know, from the first or second launch because, hey, I'm not getting my numbers. Yes. Then You just have to keep at it. And also, like, I try to remind myself, like, this is actually, I like it. This is fun. This is interesting. This is completely, I've been a stylist for 26 years. The last three years, I've been a course creator. So this is a whole nother, like, I'm going another direction. But it's, it's very, it's fun. A lot of it's really fun. It's very interesting. I love connecting with people. And just like when I style a wedding party and they say, oh my gosh, my life changes. I went through your program. I'm making more money. I feel so much better, you know, feel so much more confident. Like all that stuff is like music to my ears. Just like when a bridal party, a bride says, we looked amazing. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. All my friends love you. Like it's the same. It feels the exact same way. And That's I treat my students. going to kind yes. of. Yeah, I guess also looking at results, right? And looking what the, your students are saying about you just reminds you that what you're doing changes lives and you just have yes. to keep on going. Even if they don't buy and still change their life because they went through the, the challenge or they came in the launch, they're following the Facebook group or whatnot. So it's still helping, encouraging, giving them insight, things like that, even if they don't buy. So if someone is interested in working with you to up level their sales skills, like I said, I think you're the queen of sales. We all have so much to learn from Gina Scalpone. Uh, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you and maybe book a strategy call or a discovery call with you? Yes, they can just uh, click the link below and I'll make sure we set up a call and uh, help, you know, teach you, teach whoever wants to learn from me what I know, um, which uh, I'm excited to share and happy to share and help others out. So thank you so much for being here today, Gina and everybody who's watching. Thanks so much for watching. And like I said, if you're looking to up level your sales skills, please click the link below and book a call with Gina. Trust me, you won't regret it. I learned something from her every single time we work on a launch. So <laughs> book a call with her. <laughs> Thanks, Irina. <laughs>